You're listening to Miscast Commentary. Where two guys have seen way too many movies and have way too much time on their hands. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Now here's your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Everybody, welcome to Miscast Commentary. I'm Joe Finley. I'm Todd Tebow, the Sailor Murray. Tons to talk about. Make sure you stay till the end because we have our interview with Andrew Cassess today, and you're going to hear even more from him next week when we do the movie that we're talking about, which we'll, we'll get to all that in a little bit. After credit scene. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, yeah. To <sighs> blow your mind. Yeah, you better believe it. Tons to talk about today. Uh, we've got, uh, right off the bat, the new Spider-Man, no... Uh, no Way Home trailer. I was going to say Far From Home, and I knew that was incorrect. Uh, but Isn't the, the name of the other one? That was the, yeah, that was the last one. a little close on the old titles yep. here. Homecoming, uh. Far From Home, No Way Home. Mm. And then uh, the next one is House Party 3. Ooh! Yeah. It's, House Party! Spider-Man is, is, Miles Morales is in, and he's played by Play. Oh my god. And kid, kids not in it. No. They broke up a long time ago. Yeah, that's it was the right thing to do. But it's really sad because you still see pl- you still see kid in like parks and he's trying to do that like hook the foot dance with nobody. <laughs> with Where nobody. did you why did you leave? You left I'm itching. welcome back. Um so yeah, so we wanted to actually watch the uh, No Way Home trailer yeah. and we wanted to react to it and uh yeah. So we're actually going to keep the volume up for that so you can hear this. I don't know if it's going to demonetize, but we're not a monetized podcast anyway. So fuck. Here we go. Who will be? We will be. Oh my god. There's up from Melina. Electrocution yep. man. Oh, yes, that's his official name. Oh, here we go. It's raining. He looks all... It's really Andrew Garfield in that one. He's really <laughs> yes. whiny. Well, he's been through He's been through the ringer. Oh, man. <laughs> Tony Stark Jr. Yeah. What a tough world. Well, that's what they're saying. I guess... Um, uh, one of the brothers there, Joe, Joe Russo, said that he's like the heart and he is the heart and soul now of what oh, going on. But they said that Doctor Strange is going to be kind of at the center of everything. Oh, fuck. So what I really love about this the Goblin, the thing that I hated the most about other Spider-Man movies is the thing I love the most about this one is too many bad guys. This one has every Spider-Man bad guy in it pretty much. So we got Doc Ock right Well, that's why they're going to have all the Spider-Man to fight them. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, uh, so, Melina's looking pretty good, actually. Yeah. So he just realizes that he's not Pe- he's not the Peter. He's thinking. So this is actually kind of hinting that, Dr. O- that Doc Ock is going to be like a good guy in this. Because he's from the wrong dimension. Mm-hmm. So he realizes what's going on and he's going to help. So he's got some weird power with that. Suit. It's not the right Doctor Strange. That's been a, a constant theory, and because it ties to a lot of what if stuff that was going on too. Although that's not technically part of like MCU canon. This really seen with his black suit on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's like which one are you going to see? So they, they're teasing a lot of different guys here too. There's a lot of bad guys to deal with. So this is the thing: is he's basically telling him that all of the uh, all of these bad guys die by Spider-Man's hand, so he has to kill all the bad guys. And he's saying he won't do it. Well, uh, pull the old pull you out of your body routine. Yeah, it's it's an old trope, but it works. They're a danger to our universe. 
Oh, man. So they changed Electro. He doesn't uh, look there, all blue He's not anymore. blue and everything. So I like that. Well, I think they made it tech like uh, It's going to be terrible because he's going to take all the bad guys on and beat them all in like half an hour. <laughs> yeah, they don't even you know come I mean? until the last 10 yeah. minutes. So that was something big going on. There's oh, there's Lizard. Lizard and Sandman. I didn't see Sandman. I just saw Lizard. So, there, oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's giant sandstorm. Now, somebody pointed out and shot. I'll talk about it when this is done. So they're fighting on top of the thing. Ah! Somebody had a theory that this is going to die out of there. She's always a goddamn liability. What the fuck yeah, she even doing there? Right. All Spider-Man girls. She's broken up there a long time ago. Her life's in danger every time she hangs out. You selfish yeah. prick. Right. Well, I mean, Sp Superman was all about Lois. Love it. I like that. Who's so, coming through Thanos? Well, he just said they're starting to come Ooh. through. It didn't say what. So what that is. It is? So, I, I, well, I, th I think that that's going to be the other. Uh, no, it's I think all that's the gonna Spider be the spider, spider folks. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was cool. Garfield. But people, because I mean, everybody's like, "Well, you don't see any of the other Spider Man," and we all know that all the other Spider Man are going to be in oh it. Oh my god! But what was interesting? Show you everything, right? Well, but I guess somebody saw um, in the that one spot where there were the three bad guys and Spider Man was coming at them. If you look really close and slow it down, Lizard is <clears> going <throat> forward, and then you see his head go like like this and they're like what made him do that so they think they actually cg'd out the spider the other two spider-men oh, in that scene in the in oh so that's an interesting so they theory. went through the ad like 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 clip by clip a clip a clip oh well it's, it's a constant thing now and it's it's like a funny joke but it's actually the truth is that uh the day after one of these trailers comes out there will be a 40 minute video dedicated to the two minute trailer right and I they do they that. go they they go down frame by frame they go like, down so you could see in the background this actor's there so that's proof that this is happening and then there's mm -hmm. this there's also mm -hmm. now rumors uh well i think all but confirmed at this point that um uh that daredevil is in the movie mm. And then what about uh, Kingpin? That's the next part is they've been asking him and everybody's deny, deny, deny. Everybody's doing going like, shaggy on this. On. Wasn't me. What do going shaggy? But but they should be like they that's on the old Scooby snacks. This is the problem is everybody wants all this shit ruined for them. Why would you like I get we we've talked about it a million times in the past. I miss the old days of about a month before a movie comes out. You get a trailer for yep. it. And you're like, oh, my God. And, and that's then, it. And that's it. You haven't heard about casting the whole way yep. through. You haven't heard about behind the scenes photos. You haven't heard like anything. They're like, oh, this person was spotted on set. That means this is happening. This I'm like, why do you want to ruin it? The dirt sheet. Like if you. You didn't know a thing about this Those spider are Christmas peakers. Yeah. No, but uh, if you didn't think like know anything about this Spider-Man, and then it got surprised that original Doc Ock, like friggin' Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe show up. And then the guys from the other ones. What? It should just say Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. And it's just a blank screen. You're like, oh Spider-Man! Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like or whatever. Yeah. That's it. They don't show you anything. You just know the movie is coming out. It's just it's just the director. And they're just sitting there and they pick yeah. up a Spider-Man and go, hey, you know this guy? He's got a new movie coming yeah. out. Why don't you come? You'll know. Like, you're you're going to be there anyways. You're, you're coming. Why do so, they have to show anything? Mm -hmm. um, something else we didn't actually talk about just because it was still still too spoilery at the time um, with the Eternals as they've now kind of officially come out and stuff with Harry Styles. He was as in Blade. Yes, yes, he is Blade. No, but wow. Harry Harry Styles plays Eros, who is Thanos' brother, also known as Star Fox. Who, uh, Star Fox? Yes. Oh my god. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slippy, you bastard. But, um, he, uh, yeah, so they finally have, like, been 
welcoming him to the MCU because they weren't able to talk about it before because it was a post credit scene. But now everybody who's going to see the movie has seen it, um, which was yeah. me, which was the nine people who were with yeah. me in that thing. But um, I'm skipping it. Yeah. So that's yeah. It's you. You get Man. there one day. Um, but then the next thing we wanted to talk about the Disney Plus Day where they can just like oh yeah they just like jizzed Teaser, out announcements at us like holy crap. Um, so some of the ones they showed us, and I mean, it's a bummer that you only got a few seconds, but again, I just finished saying, why are they showing this? She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Ms. Marvel all got little, like, you got a little bit of footage. I thought they were fake at first. Yeah. You know, like when fake ones come out, I'm like, oh, here we go. Mm. And then something there's like Jurassic Park pan over. I'm like, wait a fucking minute. Like the little shots you get, like, I just instantly, I feel like Moon Knight is going to be dope. Like it was just like you just see Oscar, o- Isaac. Oscar Isaac and you're like oh moon and then, it up who for what is Moon Knight what's his fucking deal I don't know, he's a Moon Knight it's fine Moon Moon don't Knight worry, don't worry about him he's, does he have a rhyme he says like oh dark yeah Moonlight Moonlight yeah no he just says the I, gr- you know he sarcastically says strikes. the Green Lanterns oh cool thing. and then oh. um. Somebody was mad because they were like, oh, they totally changed Ms. Marvel and her powers are totally different now She's or stretchy something. Girl, right? But, it was stretchy. But I don't know. Like, I guess somebody looked at it, looked at a picture and they're like, oh, I guess she's just the Green Lantern now. And I'm like, it's stretchy. just a picture. And I was like, well, I and I don't know. They I haven't seen her use her powers in this show. But yeah, my understanding is she's stretchy. But yeah. I don't know. Um, so, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh, like it's instantly you got like you you didn't even get eight seconds of seeing her, and you're like, oh, they've already ruined it, and I'm like, fuck, all right, whatever. Yep, but sure the news, did the girl playing she uh, Mindy Kaling that would be amazing, but the girl playing uh, Ms. Marvel is actually from Scarborough, Ontario. No, yeah. so now Shang Chi, so, Canadian. The G, the six is well represented mm-hmm. in the MCU. Drake's gonna be the next one. <laughs> he's pro- oh, he's working his oh, way in. Oh yeah, um, he's gonna be Galactus. Mm-hmm. So we had those. Also had a very quick shot for Secret Invasion, which is gonna be its own show. Oh yeah, which, that was cool. Which included yeah, a shot just the of the thing it's saying Secret yeah, Invasion. I was but, like, whoa! But it also included a shot of Nick Fury, live action Nick Fury, who's older and he's got like a gray, like a grayish kind of well, beard he and he is. doesn't have his, uh, he doesn't have his patch on Uh-oh. and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. He's got his fake eye in. Mm-hmm. He the official, is as fuck. The official announcement for Agatha House of Harkness. Yeah, they just like pull the title up. Yeah, yeah, you didn't, well, because they haven't like, shot it yet. Oh, there it is. They haven't shot it yet. There's they the font. It, right? Um, and then they're It was doing, a good font. Yeah, and then they're doing a Marvel Zombies animated series. That's a lot of shit, man. Right? And this, and again, this is spreading over a chunk I want to see the next Avengers movie, man. Come on. I know. Well, it's the they, fucking team together Well, already. the problem is they have to build a new team. Well, get a, get to building. They're working on it. They're working on it. We've got a couple Fuck of them. Man. Uh, and then uh, just something I just saw today, actually, but it was part of the Disney Plus Day stuff. I just didn't see it. Uh, Disney or uh, Rescue Rangers is coming back. No way. But the vo- they're going to be voiced by they're going to change the voices. Seth Rogen and Sasha Baron Cohen. You're not that far off. Um, no, it's Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. Oh my God. But they're going to they're going to change their voice to be Chip, to and, be Dale. Chip and Dale. But it's okay, going to be like cool. what they did with. Um, What's it called with Alvin and the Chipmunks, right? Where it was like Justin Long and like all right, those guys. Right, like it was, right. it was stars doing the voices and the performance, but it's just they sound like Chip and Dale. Uh, so there was that. Uh, the Nat Geo also has uh, two new shows coming out. One, Will Smith's Welcome to Earth, which is just him traveling the world. So welcome to Will Smith's shit. Earth. Yeah. Well, I again just my thinking of. Uh, 
Independence Day. It was more welcome to Earth. He shows you where uh, uh, they bought the red table. Yeah. Where his wife sits him down weekly to uh, shame him publicly. Oh, my God. No wonder he's getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. It's like, to me, I was like, well, he even said in an interview recently, he's like that she like doesn't satisfy him in any way. I'm like, divorce is okay. Yeah, like, I like, know you have a lot of God. money, but, like, you can make more. She seems like a total bitch. Yeah. I feel like you... You sit here and you tell me why you fucked our marriage and our lives. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. It's, all right. Yeah, and we're going to do it in public, too. Yeah, because, let's air all this shit out. Like, why? Mm-hmm. What is the point? Yeah, she's she's become a, a bit much. Because um, she did that whole thing, too. Where it was the... Uh, Uh-oh. During the, what was it, the Oscar So White thing, right? And she just had this whole, like, you guys do you. I'm gonna do me. Like I'm just like okay. You do you, Jada. I was like, and I and I get. I'll do me later. And, and don't get me wrong. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I was gonna say, Which don't I get me wrong, Jada. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I get it, but like, it was like I'm gonna grandstand on such a level when nobody was asking my opinion about this. Mm-hmm. So that was that. Um, what else do we got? So we talked about Harry Styles. Uh, a couple of new. There's always talks of people potentially talking about joining the Eter- or joining the MCU uh, in general. Right. Uh, the oh latest two. So like, I guess like in August it was Chris Pine and uh, Ryan Gosling were in talks to join. It's Wonder Twins. There's one. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but now the most recent two are Jamie Dornan from the Fifty Shades movies. Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Has apparently had a talk with uh, Kevin Feige. Now. Oh fuck yeah! Absolutely no word on. He'll uh, be Thanos. Or sorry, it was me Galactus. <laughs> well, that was actually my first thought actually, was that it was going to be Galactus. But um, the yeah is I don't know who he would be, but they're saying he's going to be somebody. So fuck. okay, well they got Stallone. Yeah, yeah, that's true too, right? Like, and I, I again, I with all the CG and everything, what's the diff? Mm-hmm. You could have anybody. And then we had the whole Morbius trailer that just came out too, which I did not see the Morbius trailer. Um, yeah, is there that? Yeah, a lot of that. It's, it's mostly uh, that. But um, it's but, Morbius. What's but, his fucking deal? I don't know. Uh, he's just—he was a doctor who uh, he went through. So he—it was very much a Doctor Strange thing, except where Doctor Strange got to become a wizard, he becomes like a vampire. Ooh. The um, shitty end of the stick on that. Yeah, one. that's what I agree. But um, I would totally rather be the Sorcerer Supreme. But my question is, does that because it's Sony, but it's also Marvel, like it's that partnership kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Does and with what they did in Venom, I th- I don't think we discussed this, but at the end of Venom, he venomizes. No, oh. he, he has this moment where he like lays down in bed, and all of a sudden there's like a glitch. And then all of a sudden, his apartment is totally different. He's now in the multiverse. Who? Venom. Oh. So it's like... What did that? What's that? What did the blimp? Spider-Man, Far From Home. Oh. So... Or that's what they're, like, leaning into anyways. Is that what happened in part two, Venom? Yeah, that's at the, that was the post-credit scene for part oh, two. Oh, way to go. Yeah. Well, I, I gave it as much time one. as I could. I you were really going to see it anyways. Yeah, no, it wasn't really... But... Uh, made a lot of money. It did. It did well. It's one of the two that made over... 200 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Bond was up there too. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, but the, um, so like there's all that kind of uh, stuff going on, like with Sony kind of crossing over more with Marvel, like outside of just Spider-Man. So I'm wondering if the potential is that that's going to be the first ap- official appearance of Blade. Right. Because Blade is, a, it, uh, they confirmed he was his, that was voice, him at the, in his voice in Eternals. Well, I guess he, can, but, he probably knows them. 
Mm-hmm. He's as old as the hills, fucking Blade. Well, so I'm I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes. If that's going to be his first entrance, Blade. official entrance into the MCU. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Blade's in like the dark. Blade's going to be rated R, man. Yeah. Um, Blade's a, like a dark. No, but Blade character. doesn't have to, none of like the other one. The first one wasn't. Yes, it was. It was rated R in the states, not here. Blade uh, with Wesley Snipes. Yeah, we went and saw it without sneaking in. Oh, yeah, well, we're Canada. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, well, that's what I'm saying though. Is it's well, not two? Rated. It was two. Two must have been rated R. Two's the best one. No, none of them were rated R here. They were all really. Yeah, uh-huh. they were all 14 plus here. Hmm, I'm gonna look into that. So, uh, which uh, which puts them on? Because I mean, it's, it's way too kicked ass. Yeah, but I mean, there's like he. It follows all the PG-13 rules. They said fuck once. They said like. The violence was what it was. There's no real. Yeah, blood. it was like, well, they're fighting monsters and yeah. stuff. But it's like the same thing with all the Avengers movies is what do you what do you do when you have to kill everybody? Oh. It's like, well, that's going to be rated our violence. Not if they just turn to ash. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, true. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So really, and then the, when the, and then the brood uh-huh. took the rain and blood thing right for their entrance. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, God, it's raining blood. Oh, they they dove into that. Gangrel. Just the right time. I loved Gangrel. <laughs> Gangrel was a fucking man. If, if, like, even though he was the shittiest wrestler, he had the best entrance. Uh, he period. was super cool. His music was awesome. Yeah. I had like, I would just play Based that. Based on entrance alone. Uh-huh. Well, and he'd come up through the floor and like it was just Edge, like a whole... uh, came in during Crown Jewel like that. Yeah. He did his, his brood entrance because he had to get hardcore because Seth Rollins crossed the line. Oh. Whoa. You think you know him. You don't know him. You do not. You don't. Um, last thing to talk about in the Marvel Universe is Michael Keaton is currently shooting some vulture scenes, but nobody knows for what. <laughs> yes. Um, vulture, the new uh, show. Yes. It's going to be his new show. It's goofy yeah. as fuck. Yeah. The world called it's according like a slapstick. to slapstick. It's, it's literally a shot for shot remake of the world according to Jim, only with only Vulture with and Vulture. his family. Yep. And it's like line for line, even like they call him Jim constantly. I feel like it could be like a mm-hmm. like a Adult Swim cartoon. Yeah. Courtney Thorne Smith reprises her role. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that for that. Um, the other uh, big stuff going on right now, uh, Vin Diesel. He's trying to squash his beef with the rock, so he oh, can yeah. get him back for the final. Uh, of course, that's hilarious because like they're they're not doing as good of numbers. Mm. Like, it so did like get huge. us out of this pandemic, please. Well, but here's the thing: like eight did really well, and then nine didn't do as well. But nothing's doing as well right now. So it's like I not I'm not trying to defend Vin because fuck him. But like the <laughs> um, well, once you hear that CD he came out with, there is. <laughs> I will go to the ends of the earth for this man, well, and I will play his music while I do it. Yeah, no problem. Somebody's on Twitter right I'm now. I'm going to look it up tonight, actually. Yeah, some, it must be on Spotify. Yeah. Somebody's on Twitter right now, and they're um, they're they're like, I'm drawing a picture of Vin Diesel every day until he drops more music. And so it's just like really shitty drawings of like oh, Vin Diesel. Oh, did you see the uh, uh, Drake and Kanye West were hanging out in Drake's Toronto I wonder if uh, Drake didn't mop the floor with Ye if he would be. Well, I think their beef was completely fake, anyways. Oh, of course. Most rap beef. He's probably like, help me. Help. Yeah. Oh my God. Drake better not show up at church. The only. Marilyn Manson's going to be hanging yeah. out there. The only rap beefs that have sh- been proven to be real are the ones that, that have ended in gun violence. Yeah. All the other ones feel, at the very least, like they're solely. That's why nobody believe our beefs, man. I know. Fuck you. A couple man. of shots got to be. Blah, blah. Yeah. 
Braca, Braca. That's fucking right. Um, the new Mastodon album came out. Yes, you it's are totally amazing. You told me about you. you we talked about that last. I don't time. give a shit. Yeah, okay. Talk about it every fucking time, man. There you go. Mastodon, get it, get it today. Out. This episode brought to you by Mastodon. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's um, gonna be beauty, beauty. And then the final uh, thing to talk about. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yep. Has yeah. it been on too long or not long enough? <laughs> the, answer right is, in. the answer is not long enough. When it gets to season 40, <laughs> we'll talk. Oh, my um, God. It, ha- it has to be on, and it has to be like Survivor, where it's two seasons a year. I think that eventually they'll go into a room, and it'll be Ellen Pompeo's like head, mm-hmm. and it'll be like all those boop, 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 and then like maybe an arm sticking out, and she's still like... Save their lives. Oh, my God. No. What should we do with the hospital if we unplug? You yeah. know, if the power goes out, then Ellen will die. The final episode. She is the hospital. There you go. The final episode should be just her head. Yeah, her head in a, in a jar. but And she, it's still alive, still animated. And the door opens. <laughs> the door opens and there's a silhouette on her. And she just goes, dreamy. You came back. <laughs> and then that's the end uh but also i have a new thing (laughs) is that the final episode of every tv show needs to reveal that it's part of the transformers cinematic universe oh my god you haven't seen a transformer the entire time but the very last scene of the like bumblebee pulls up and then like uh or pompeo jumps in and it's like let's go (laughs) b Or they just look over and on the mantle is a picture of Bumblebee and them. Anything like that. Yeah, you're like, what the shit? I started that with um, The Walking Dead. I'm like, if The Walking Dead had any balls, the last episode would would reveal that they were in the SpongeBob universe. That'd be amazing. Hey, they're under the sea, so it could totally be happening at the same time. That's right. (laughs) Wow, looks like you're all getting killed by zombies. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I absolutely loved that. Thank you very much. Hurt my throat more than I wanted it to. Well, because I always ever. Oh done my god! It. You almost sound like what's her name from uh, Zordon. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was that fucking bitch's oh, name? Oh god! You mean the robot that yeah. didn't have a gender? Yes. Yes. That was voiced by a man. Yes. Okay. That bitch. <laughs> oh my god! So Lil Nas X was on Maury. Finally. To. I don't know, something about uh-huh. his baby not being his baby. I don't fucking know. Because he gave birth to Montero, and now yeah. he's asking, it was the baby daddy? Is it the real baby? I don't fucking know. Fine. One of them gave birth. They're fighting over who's the baby daddy. Daddy, baby, uh-huh. baby, baby. I don't fucking know. But yeah, he was on Maury. How old does he have to become to become just Nas X? Ooh, good call. And when does Nas come into the picture? Oh, and then Nas is going to be like, well, sorry, bud. Yeah. Like, I'm Nas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm little Nas. I'm I'm Nas, and I'm infinitely cooler than you are. Oh yeah, you shouldn't say that. That's uh, something a phobe. I'm sure somebody will think of it. Whatever a phobe it is. Yeah, phobophobe. I'm no. What if I have a fear, a terrifying fear of phobes? It's called current coolophobia. Yeah, this guy's the current guy, but Nas is better. And it's just like you say that about anything, where you're just like say that about everything. Yeah, you're just sitting there. It's like, yeah, that guy looks suave and all. But Humphrey Bogart was cooler, and you're like, Ain't Ooh, nobody is bougie as me, motherfucker. I love the term bougie. I do like bougie as well. I've been watching a lot of Maury lately. That's problematic, dude. Why? What's on, I'm just on YouTube, and then suddenly, you know what I mean? They're they're ripping they're ripping ingrown toenails out, and then I'm on Maury. I've been watching. Well, I've been watching like Mr. Beast constantly, which Ugh. is funnier. I'd rather watch Maury. That's more true TV. <laughs>
That's more real life down it's to nothing, it, you know? Nothing more true than the same woman finding the 50th man who's probably... This guy's definitely... I know I got gangbanged that one time and it was a 74 guy. I don't know pie, how. This is definitely the one who was the father. There's no way I never had sex with anybody else. This can't be real. I love too because time. the guy... They still get the guy too. Mm -hmm. He's still like, you know, baby, I'm sorry. And they're like, you know, well, you sort of are still the dad. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you. I am the fuck out of here. Boo, yeah. boo. Yeah. You brought me on this show boo. for all this nonsense. We're done. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not even my kid. Yeah. But you still will now have to raise the kid. Yeah. Because they put you on Maury. Mm -hmm. And when you sign the uh, con contractual agreement to be on Maury and stay yeah. in a hotel, you've signed on to now raise this baby. Oh, no. Imagine that. That was like a... Free night in a hotel, raise a baby. I'm wondering if... Th That's a good deal. That could theoretically be true. The hotel has a pool. Okay, I, I look up every now and again just to see if you're looking up, and you've constantly been looking <laughs> so up. So are you! No. I see you looking up. Well, because I keep looking up to see if you're looking that's up. that's why I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't disprove that. <laughs> you... <laughs> it is a flawless argument. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. So speaking about people who aren't other people's fathers, Andrew Cassettes from Revenge of the Nerds is not our father. And we interviewed him. We did. It was awesome. Because our dads won't talk to us because mine's dead. <laughs> uh, that's not why well, he won't talk to me. It's because I won't buy a Ouija board because I'm scared. And they're, yes, they're terrifying. But um, I, I'm scared that it might be for reals. It uh, is. That's why yeah. you don't freaking do it. Parker Brothers, come on. Make Pringles. Mattel. Mattel, it's like, yeah, what, you think mouse trap can't trap a mouse? Please, oh, Jesus. yeah. Um, you don't think Pringles can bring back the dead? <laughs> they, they have. They, they have. will, again. If you stack, you have to stack the right ones. It's a regular, a pizza, and then, like, um, like Wendy's had a flavor for a little bit. Oh, they did. Yeah. What about the yeah. new Justin Bieber-flavored Timbit? Oh, I don't even want to fucking talk about they that. They taste exactly like Justin Bieber's. Yeah. People are literally depression. going in asking for Bieber balls. Why are they covered in Oreo cookie crumbs? Ooh. But uh, yeah, that's a thing. If you're not from the U.S., they should uh, make a Shania Twain tasting donut. Yeah, uh, like old. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's a no fucks given, bud. So your vagina tastes like a Timbit. That don't impress <laughs> me much. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so that is a thing that's going on here. If you are, well, I guess Tim Hortons is more of a force in the U.S. than it ever than it was before. Yeah, there's like, like one. If you, no, there's a bunch, and like there's if you, four. particularly in New York State, like you, I think there's one in Times Square now. Mm. But well, I know we've made it. Yeah, we did it. But like it, it, they're next to that cowboy guy in his underwear. It bled into New York, but I don't think it went any further than yeah. that. Cool. Well, it's because like they the never people, made it to Jersey, baby. No, they didn't. But uh, what is that? People calling in. Yeah, no, it was just something disconnecting for us. It's something oh. that they can't hear. And this is this is the electronic <laughs> equivalent of walking into a spider web when you're really far away. Nobody else knows what you're doing, but you reacted to uh, it, and now we're all a part of it. Oh, fuck. I so, had no idea. I thought everybody could hear it. No, nobody could hear it, and you just fucking blew the entire episode. Well, I'll redo. Right. Well, there's a fucking throw this we, one in the trash. We need to, we need to dive into Andrew Kazess hard now. Oh, yeah. All right. So we had a great talk with him. We're going to play the first chunk of the interview now on Next week, we are doing Revenge of the Nerds 2. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, and we're going to play clips from our interview with him uh, that you won't hear here, uh, talking about the movie. And then the same day as we release that, I spit everywhere. But the same day as we release that, I'm going to release the whole uh, uncut interview. It's fucking awesome. So uh, let's get right into it. Let's talk to Andrew. And we are very lucky here today. 
Uh, you knew him as Wormser in the Revenge of the Nerds movies, and he's been so kind to uh, come and talk to us today. Andrew Cassess, how we doing, sir? Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. It's great to be here. Oh, I'd say way too, way too nice as we mucked around with the computer. It didn't work. <laughs> lots of technical difficulties. Lots of charades. A lot of charades. It was like half the interview was in charades. You know, <laughs> we got it. You got it going on. That's all that matters. You got it. Mm-hmm. You're making it happen. Mm-hmm. We are. You know, all all the, the past is prologue. <laughs> That's right. It's true. You betcha. All right. So um, we'll get into kind of the obvious of it first, because you were such, uh, you know, you were such a young actor uh, at the time, the Revenge of the Nerd stuff. And what is it like uh, getting into acting? Like, how do you get into acting so young? How do you decide you want to do that? And... That's uh, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, you don't do anything on your own when you're young. So my parents had a lot to do with it. I was always a, a, a rambunctious kid and and um, I would sing a lot. I was way into music and singing. And I still am. And uh, so they, somebody thought, oh, it was actually a teacher uh, thought, oh, um, there's a production of, uh, you know, this local production happening, theater production, musical. It was Oliver. So why don't, you know, your kid should audition for this or you should audition for this. I don't know if they just asked me and I asked my parents or they, you know, everybody knows each other. It's not that big a town. Or uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of big now, but um, <laughs> uh, it's certainly grown. But I'm talking about uh, Patchogue, Long Island. Oh, actually, wow. just got a, um, a a mention in the the uh, the the series. What is it? The Hulu series. Uh, I don't know. Can I mention Hulu? I don't yeah, know that's I, fine. <gasps> I'm, I'm under no contract. Or not. Um, just mentioned uh, uh, in the you know by Steve Martin in that in, what is it called uh, only, only murders, murders in the in building. The building. So they kind of threw like they threw all these Long Island towns under the bus. I was like <laughs> my my brother called me. He was all excited. Oh, they mentioned Patchog in in this show uh, uh, that we were my parents and I and everybody had been following, and so we were all tuned in to watch. And I was like, they kind of like you know kicked us in the butt. Uh, that was kind of mean. But, I like uh, the the you know even even. Uh, that's off of somebody that's been in movies that in a movie, when they mention where you're from, you're like, yeah, you're like, yeah, that's me, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's me. Well, Patchog, whoever mentions Patchog, you know, it's like, the, we, we still react that place. <laughs> We still react that way. We're Canadian. And if you just mentioned Canada, Canada in general, <laughs> it's like, yeah. You know, it's good to be, have pride in mm-hmm. where you're from. It's, it's, it's Even if they're making fun, who cares? Oh, it's an <laughs> honor to be nominated. What, what was it, that Simpsons episode where they're at the very end, they're like, I can't believe we made the Canadian national basketball team with two children. And, and, like, and that was, and, and, like, and we were, and, like, were, were high-fiving. They damn were damn good kids. They were quite good. Um, good hustle. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was that. So uh, you know, some of the adults in my life got me. Uh, you know, were like, this kid should you know be doing that kind of thing. And and I was lucky enough to you know make that connection after that. And um, my dad, you know, is a, a show business, not a show business guy, but he's been in bands all his life. So I want to give a nod to my dad for being like, I'm gonna make something out of this. Um, after I did a, a couple, you know, uh, musical theater, local theaters things, and. Um, figured out how to get an agent which we did wrong a million you know did it wrong over and over again until somebody took pity on us was like you know you're not going about this exactly the right way this is what you're supposed to do and uh and that person was like you know actually there's an audition for um uh, you know they're looking for a vacation replacement for this play this broadway show that had just won a tony oh, wow. and 
you know, he should go in and audition for it. And I, I, I got that part. So I ended up a couple weeks later, I'm on Broadway. And I think my parents, the way they tell the story, they're like, they were sitting in the audience opening night and they were just like, their jaws dropped. They were like, how did this happen? That's amazing. Like three and, weeks and they, later. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe not exactly Whatever, three yeah, weeks, but, but it was soon, very yeah, yeah. quick. You know, it was a quick turnaround, and and um, and uh, and they are the ones that really made it happen. So, so uh, you know, I'm very thankful for that. I was going to ask if your parents were your agents, and then you told us more. No, they then, were yeah. never. I knew a lot of people whose parents were agents, um, uh, and that was a popular theme. But uh, they weren't. Although, I guess in the beginning. He kind of was not technically, but my dad was kind of, kind of being, you know, sort of shepherding your, 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 the career. But, um, you know, I, our, our parents are all of our agents. Uh, it's just not, not necessarily talent agents or show business agents, but they're all shepherding us, you know, into, uh, the next, hopefully, you know, in the best case scenario. For sure. Uh, speaking too of the, uh, audition process now, Everything you hear, any audition story you ever hear always seems so scary and nightmarish. What is that like for a kid? Like, what's the pressure? What is... um, yeah, I don't know if you feel pressure or if I felt any pressure. I wasn't, you know, you did a lot of auditions. You do a lot of commercial auditions. And, and so you just sort of like get used to it. And I guess the only weird thing is when you have a, a, a role that you sort of connect with and you really want and then you start thinking about it and wanting it uh, um, and then it kind of gets in your head a little bit and maybe that helps you elevate your performance maybe that ruins your performance whatever way that goes but um, but uh, you know most things are just like oh it's a it's I'm not even sure what this is it's a commercial it's for it's for a soup company I'm not a hundred percent sure and this is what they want you to say you know you go in and do this shtick and uh, and you know you you go into a room, it is a little intimidating because uh, especially commercial auditions as a kid, because you'd go into a room and they would be packed with kids. They would be, you know, 40 kids in a, in a tiny you know, room and everybody's doing their thing and there's all that kid energy. But uh, you, you walk in and you immediately see, you know, the, the amount of competition you yep. have. And it, that's a little intimidating. And you're trying to think, well, what distinguishes me from this? Or if you walk in and you're totally different from everybody, you might think, oh, how did I even get in here? Although that is the wrong mentality, because a lot of times if you're different, that's your advantage. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, it plays in a million ways. But um, but uh, I think that if there's anything intimidating about it, it would be walking through the door and just seeing the room just packed with people uh, for, you know, one job. And uh, and that's a little intimidating. Yeah. For sure. Um, now, what happens when you land these roles? Like you land a role on a Tony Award winning play or you get Revenge of the Nerds or something. What is it like amongst your friends where you're like, oh, I have to go, I have to go do this fun um, thing for a little while? Yeah, they, I don't think people really understood it or or like knew like, oh, oh, that's interesting. You're going to be gone for a couple of weeks. So that's kind of weird. It's like you're going on a vacation or something like it's not real. But when I came back from having done Nerds, um, that there was a lot of buzz about it, and people had obviously been talking about it in ways that I didn't, you know, necessarily understand. And I just sort of walked back into school, and, and it's like everybody is is different somehow. Were They're you the coolest guy in school? Uh, for one day, and yeah. then I was the biggest nerd <laughs> yeah. in school for the After rest of my life. After I saw like the movie, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, there he yeah, is. Exactly. 
I don't know how many of my friends actually saw the movie. Uh, yeah, it was it rated was, R, uh, wasn't it? It was rated R, yeah. yeah so, right. so that was a there was a disconnect there too it. with the. Uh, you had you had good people good uh, parents. Uh, <laughs> looking after you, yeah. Being like, kid, you need to see this. This is the right of passage. That's right, exactly. And it really was. <laughs> yeah. It was. I think. I think it was definitely. Mom was it, like, "I got the night shift. She leave a pack of smokes, a bottle of whiskey, and a couple VHS tapes. Revenge of the Nerds, one and two. Good old mom. There it is. Oh man, it's so good. So, um, you're on set and you're in these type uh, different things, and a lot of times come up where you might be the only kid or one of very few kids on set. Obviously that's kind of the way it was on nerds. Um, yeah. Yeah. On the set. Yeah. How does that, like, what's the dynamic with the other actors like in that scenario? Yeah, they, um, they definitely um, uh, t took, you know, took me in kind of thing uh, and treated me like, like a, like a kid brother. They were like my older brothers, you know, it was that kind of a dynamic. Um, you know, I think they also felt bad for me because I have to get, you know, shout off to school all the time there's all these rules about how much schooling you get and you tutor so you're being treated differently in that regard and not getting to you know hang out a lot of the times you know when you're whenever you have downtime you're in school and that movie especially because i think the the first ad was like you got to get this kid you know out of this you know out of the way so he doesn't see anything that's uh, i was i was totally yeah. gonna ask the same thing how old were you when they made the movie I was 11, um, I was 11, and it turned 12 uh, during the filming. Okay, so in yeah. the scene where, like, they're all watching the cameras that they planted everywhere, you're not seeing, obviously... Yeah, there's nothing the on the nudity. Television. There's nothing on the TV. Yeah. There's not. There's I don't know if your character was not on the panty raid. I'm sure he was. Was he drilling things I in, the, in the ceiling? Yeah. in on the panty raid. You were in the yeah. ceiling. Yeah. 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 There was, and, but you don't see it, you know. We yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's all yeah. cut together and blah, blah, yeah, blah. The TV is like a, is like a, is like a, they take the tube out and they put, you know, the lighting guys put lights in there and there's a guy offset, you know, actually physically changing the lights, you know. <laughs> oh, so lights are just going light, light, so light, 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 like light two lights. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. genius. Because you can't have a television because the, the light temperature conflicts with everything else. And so it just is a mess. So it should totally to just be like the lighting tech guy. Yeah. He's like, that's my union job. Put that thing down. <laughs> click, 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 click. It's, it's well, yeah, a well, fun well, job. I, Those guys have a, have a it, lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was gonna ask that the same thing too. Like, you just ditched school, but you're saying that you have to, as a child actor, you have to put in so many hours of schooling, so it's not seen as like I don't know child labor or yeah. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. There's all kinds of rules. Uh, there's all kinds of rules uh, in California, especially, um, which is where the production company was. We were in Arizona, but the production company was from California and it's a union job. So they have to they have to follow all those all those rules. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which I think is actually good because you can't, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. It'd be like Drew Barrymore running around snorting coke. You know, partying with Steven Spiel better goal. Todd names yeah. names, by the way. <laughs> oh, I name names. I'm like Jackie Collins, honey. <laughs> so what is the schooling situation like, though? So you're there and then you're obviously, you know, offset. And now you're kind of on your own with a tutor and that sort of yeah. thing. What is how do you focus on that when you're at the same time going like, oh, my God, I'm in a movie. And this is like this crazy thing happening. Yeah, it's hard to stay focused. It's hard to care about that when you're making a movie. You know, care about your uh, your your math homework. You know, when like oh, there's so much fun going out and it's the sun is shining and and you just want to you know you just want to play and you're a kid. But 
you're also um, being tutored. It's a one-on-one -on -one thing, so it's hard to, it's hard to. It's hard to slack off, off when they're staring at you in the eyes <laughs> yeah, right in yeah, front of you. You have to, yeah, you have to. You're sort of sequestered there, and you know they have they have these trailers, uh, dressing room trailers, kind of thing. <sighs> People have probably seen them, um, and it's a little you know cubicle space, and every you know the actors get a you know get a dressing room or whatever, but they convert one of those into a school. Oh, nice. uh, and so you're in this tiny space with this, you know, this tutor and, uh, and, and, you know, your relationship with the tutor starts to, starts to matter a lot. Uh, uh, you know, I've had, I've had, you know, some really cool ones and some not so cool ones over the, over the years. And, uh, and, and that makes a huge difference. Uh, I had one tutor doing, when I was doing a, a TV 101, uh, it's a TV series, uh, for, uh, CBS. Um, and, uh, um, I did not get along with her at all. Maybe it was Nerds too. It might have been Nerds too. I can't remember now who, which project it was, but just one teacher just did. We did not get along well, and and uh, and it was a destructive kind of thing. Um, uh, and it, you know, it, it turns into a whole soap opera, that kind of thing. Oh wow! So, what time, like, you go to, like, what time in the morning would you go shoot the movie? Depends on what your call time is. You know, right? What they're, what they're doing. You're 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 entirely at the mercy of the of the schedule when they so need you, you get a, yeah you get a sometimes you get an early call um and sometimes you get an afternoon call and sometimes you get a day off you know so it, it works right it works so when, when you would go to do your schooling what time would you end like they'd be like okay you're done we're going to continue filming with some other people but you're done because you got to go do your schooling what would be like dinner time or um no, no. Anytime that you're not on set, they put you in school. Oh. And you have to get three hours for the day. Okay. But uh, the AD was always like, "Oh, we got to log extra hours in case we need him one day, and we don't have, you know, can't put him in school." So they were always logging hours. Oh. Uh, to try to keep me from seeing stuff, you know, kind of, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but basically, if you're done for the day filming, uh, they're not going to keep you in school. They're going to send you home uh, because they want to you know, have the option to call you as early as possible the next right. day. And there's a rule about that, even for adults, you know, what your turnaround time can be. So, cool. so, uh, working on a movie like, uh, revenge of the nerds, a rated R movie, that sort of thing. How do your parents react on set? Like when they hear about what's going on, what your character's involved in and what the people around you are kind of getting, yeah, up to? there was a lot of nervousness about it. Uh, and a lot of like, Oh, what, you know, what are we going to let him see? What, you know, what, what are they going to, you know, what's the situation going to be? And fortunately, I guess my mom, she was pretty cool. She's pretty hip and she, you know, she gets it kind of thing. So she, you know, she, um, you know, was able to, to manage that and make those decisions um, uh, pretty, pretty well, but there was nothing that much going on. Like, you know, it's not naked women yeah. running around everywhere. It's not like a Benny Hill for <laughs> yeah. the end of Benny Hill yeah. all over the place. What a fast way to grow up. That would be when you turned whatever the legal age is to see a rated R movie. There was that the first thing you went to do was rent revenge of the nerds. Did you see it I beforehand? See it. Yeah. I got to see a premiere of it up yeah. in, up uh, in New York. Um, so that was the, f the first rated R movie that I saw. And, and yeah, it was a little like, oh, wow. Uh, You're like, that's uh, what yeah. I was doing? Wicked. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 
I wasn't a hundred percent sure about all the all you know. I wasn't hundred percent keyed in on all the dirty parts until uh, until you know I saw it. Until you saw it, and I saw everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> with not only my mom and dad there, but like a whole extended family of aunts and uncles and, and all that. That's kind of always thing, the you know? best when you're at that yeah, little, formative age, like, seeing oh, yeah. nudity with your family. Yeah, yeah. They, do do exactly. you? Am I, am I supposed to cover my eyes? Your mother probably <laughs> wanted to say cover your eyes, but you're at your movie, yes. so she's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna hold back on this one, like exactly. and just let him yeah. see it." Exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, how I'm thinking about uh, the director in this situation. So, what's your relationship with the director? How does he? kind of explain to you okay here's what's about to happen or here's what you think you're here's what you are seeing even though you're not seeing it yeah i had a great relationship with jeff canoe we hit it right off immediately in the in the first audition um and uh and and he was great to work with he uh he uh, i don't know if he you know did any prepping or for any of that stuff or like here's what you're gonna you know be prepared for but um uh, we worked together on the little that scene with the boobs, um, and, uh, and you know he he sort of left it up to me. There was copy that I had seen, and and most of that is from that copy. Um, uh, but uh, it had I think it was out of the, had gotten taken out or they had just left it up to whatever. But I had remembered you know basically what the whole uh, speech was. And uh, and sort of gave a gave a version of it in that, and so I think there was a little like, oh, what are you gonna do for this scene? What you know, tell me what you're gonna say, or you know, what do you have in mind? And that's a rare thing, you know, for a, a twelve year old, a position for a twelve year old to be put in. Uh, but uh, if I was fortunately prepared for that, and uh, it all worked out pretty well. Nice. What yeah. what did like when you would go off to do your schooling or whatever at the end of the day with the guys? The other guys hang out with themselves after or did they all go to their trailers or did you even know if any whatever happened or not yeah everybody's doing their own thing but they did try to hide me a couple times uh they were like oh the ad's looking for you get get in my trailer and i you know i hear the guy oh you know, we're looking for, where's andrew it's oh we haven't seen him and so they you know they were they were looking out for me in that regard right. they wanted me to experience what was going on and and just be a part of the be a part of uh, the the group you know, right so right of the camaraderie yeah it definitely made me feel that way so that's great it's it's just it's still like is crazy to me because i did double check because i knew you were young obviously but i double checked what your age was and when i saw that i'm like my daughter turns 11 this year <laughs> like she turns 11 in february and i'm like i was like that's what could be happening and i mean like it just it absolutely blew my mind um yeah about that when i think when i see it uh, like uh, my nieces and nephews and, and think of how old they are and and uh you know it's uh, I, I definitely have that moment of yeah like, they could be starring in a movie yeah exactly man oh man uh now what at what point do you find out uh that there's even talk of a sequel or that there's definitely going to be a sequel or anything like yeah, that yeah i was thinking about this cuz i cuz uh, you said this uh, you know you had mentioned nerds too um and i can't don't really remember you know um i, I they must have called the agent and worked it out with the agent and i'm sure the, the agent uh at the time um uh Graham Chambers at, at the Bonnie Kid agency um uh, was uh, Bonnie Kid K D D K I D D? Nice. That was supposedly the name, you know. But it was the <laughs> Kid Agency. Um, they just worked it out and called up and were like, "Hey, they're doing this sequel." So I, I don't remember that that well or how that all came about. 
Um, uh, but I do remember, you know, being pretty excited to do, to do another, you know, to have another, uh, uh, uh movie. To be doing that. Well, you, you said it was K I D D kid agency. Yeah. Yeah. Like as if yeah. a kid wrote the word kid and you accidentally put another D in, <laughs> exactly. like, is this like exactly. a trustworthy company to really, Oh my <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Who's running this thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so now the second movie uh, you got a different director. Um, it's you've got different kind of locations. You're in paradise, all that. Uh, what? How is the experience different between the two? Yeah, a little older, a little, little, um, a little wiser, I guess. Uh, Joe Roth was the director of the second movie, um, and I think it was not. It was like his first feature, I think, um, or or very early on. He had done something before that. Mm-hmm. Um, is it it's primarily an editor, like the Kentucky fried movie or something. Yeah. We talk, remember Ooh. that? Oh yeah. I'm in Kentucky fried movie doing like some basketball scenes <laughs> uh, with, uh, with the uh, Belushi or somebody, whoever's in that Chevy chase or somebody. Nice. Um, and that's a funny clip of Joe Roth, but, um, uh, he was great. He, he, um, took on a little father figure role and try and had a relationship with me. And I remember I was a little too like of a smart ass though for him. He tried to, he tried to like do a magic trick for me, like a card trick or something like that. But I like, I was following it. I was like, Oh, you know, this is, it's the trick or whatever. And he, and he was kind of like frustrated. with me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad about that because he was ruined such a nice it. guy. Was, yeah. I ruined it. I was kind of a dick. He's directing a movie about a, he's directing a movie about a bunch of geniuses and he's trying to trick them. That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but they don't cast geniuses. They cast actors. So I know, I know. Early, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, now, the gap between the movies was long enough that, obviously, again, you said a little older, a little wiser. Uh, you know, puberty happens. You're, gr- yeah. you, you're growing up on camera. And this is something I think about a lot of the time because, like, so many kids who do that and they're on, like, a TV show that goes through all of those years and you have to have all those experiences. What is that like to be on the big screen in, in that form? That was weird uh, going through puberty like that because um, a lot of people thought they had recast the character. Uh, and I would I would have to explain that a lot. It's like, no, that's still me. I'm still in the set. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I came back. And aged. Oh, didn't they get a different kid for the second? No, no, that's me. You know, no, just so time. Looked, also underscored just how different I must have looked to people because mm-hmm. to me I looked, you know, like me still. Yeah. Uh, you know, I you thought know, it was I'm you the whole time. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah, never yeah. was well, like, think, is that a new guy? I was like, clearly it was you. Think, I think I'm you. I think I'm me. <laughs> I, maybe I'm you. I'm not. I'm not 100 Oh God. Very oh hard to keep God. Where's this interview gone to? Wait, am I still me? No. I took like four hits of acid before we sat down. <laughs> this is really messing me up. I tell him I tell him not to do that, but it always ends up churning out gold. So how do you not? Uh, I remember Curtis when I walked into this to the first meet. There was like a script read or a table read, or maybe they were just getting everybody together. And Curtis Armstrong, like, couldn't believe what I looked like. He was he was he was stunned and and just made a huge deal of it. It's like Andrew. You you look so different, <laughs> and he just couldn't get over it. It took him a long time to get over it. He also didn't think it was you. Clearly, yeah, he did not think it was yeah. me. Yeah, he did not. Could not believe it when I walked in. Yeah, that would be a very funny thing you ever did, like any of those like reunion things at a con or whatever. And then you mentioned being at the second. It was like, no, you weren't there. What are you talking about? Even <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> oh, uh, now do you do those cons? 
I do. I've done a few of them. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It is. It is Those cool. are neat, eh? Thing. Yeah. They're they're very they're very fun, and uh, it's really great to see the cast and to to hang out uh, uh, with them again and. And uh, it, so, so I have a lot of fun. Did they ever do like where most of you are there, like that kind of thing, where it's like the cast? Yeah, of... I'm usually there with uh, with uh, you know when they do a group thing. Oh, cool! Um, you know, I don't do a thing on my own kind of thing, but um, uh, but yeah, so it's usually usually a big a big uh, you know as many people as they can get. Usually, it's sort of a rotating you know a band of characters but they usually get like you know four or five of us so nice right on and does it feel kind of like like you guys probably see each other like not all the time obviously but enough that you just kind of like you know fall into your old ways like old old friendship oh yeah yeah there's uh, there's uh not necessarily old friendship but you know what our relationships are now yeah um and i know curtis and don gibb have yeah. a have a whole bit routine that they that they play up uh for for the crowd uh of you know this little like sort of rivalry and like like oh. don gibb don gibb always plays like he's still like he's actually in alpha beta and still hates us <laughs> i love that that's what yeah, i was thinking yeah. like when you said it's like do they revert back to the nerds like yeah, you know no, when they, yeah yeah <clears throat> absolutely well i don't think we can end on anything better than that andrew thank you so much for thanks, coming thanks and hanging out having me Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me and thanks for, yeah, it was fun chat, fun chatting. Yeah. Oh, it was, a, it was a blast. And this is the second time I got to talk to you because we connected originally when we were on doing, you judge dueling decades and I was a contestant yes. on that. I, I looked back, I didn't win, but no hard feelings, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just going to like choose every 80s. I was just, that, that was my plan going from the beginning. I was just like, it's all 80s. Yeah. But uh, the 70s turned out to be pretty good and 90s had, 90s surprised me too. So it was, I, it was tough choice a lot of the time oh it's no it's a fun it's it's a fun show to get into with that sort of thing um but yeah thank you so much uh we will uh i'll let you know when this is going to uh go out i think it's gonna right be on, mid right i think it's gonna be about mid-october uh that oh, it's gonna go time for the dune release i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna be competing with the dune release. oh yes, on, yes this is which is weird this is the first <laughs> this is the first one we're ever releasing in theaters too yeah. which is very simultaneously weird. with our streaming <laughs> oh, you know, service it's all the same now everybody's got screens in their home it's all it's all democratized there's only one screen you know absolutely yeah all right no, yeah let me know about that and thanks for having me on and oh, thank uh, you guys, yeah you guys be well absolutely you, you too thank you so much Right on. All right. Take it easy. Take care. <laughs> so that was Andrew. <laughs> it wasn't funny at the end. He was oh, crying. Oh, sorry. It was really, oh, that was the deep Remember? part when he got really deep and he gave oh. that monologue. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Jesus Christ. But um, no, he was awesome. He was so fun to talk to. And uh, yeah, we're going to hear more from him next week uh, when we do our next movie. The monologue he was doing actually mm-hmm. was one that they had cut out of him in Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. As they said, it was too intense. Mm-hmm. No, it was from it was from the sequel to Death of a Salesman called Death of Another Salesman. And <laughs> Why do they keep going in there? Yes, Why? <laughs> it's a sales trap. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so uh, we're really excited about that. But we got to do what we usually do, which is talk about the movie we're going to see next week. That is Revenge of the Nerds two. Spoiler alert. Well, let's, what do you know? Let's have a listen to the trailer. We're back. <laughs> Nerds. Yes, after years of abuse and humiliation, they finally earned a trip to paradise. This is going to be a great year. Nerds! Geeks! 
rum and cokes, please? I don't want nerds staying in this hotel. <laughs> but even in paradise, there's still the odd men out. Huh, check out time. Novi here is the beautiful Olympic side swimming pool. We gotta get rid of these guys. We gotta get rid of them in a major way. Get your hands up. Turn around. We outsmarted them. We framed them. We got him arrested. We're doing nothing! Last year we were messed with, yes, but we fought back and we won. We can do it again, guys. I say we fight back now. It may take vision. Can I get you a drink or something? It may take guts. It may even take all summer. But once again, the odd will get even. Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. <laughs> and we are back. Woo! Um, Woo! God, that's Woo! it's a fun one. We were just discussing during the thing. Todd doesn't remember the big chunks of this. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to find out because actually that is as we finish recording this, we're going to do that episode, the one that's going to be uh, running next week. Usually we're pretty far ahead and we do have movies that are already ready to go beyond that. But uh, this one, I didn't want yeah, to make... don't be nervous. I didn't want to make uh, poor Andrew wait any longer. I was... <laughs> I, I didn't want to let our adoring public wait even one mm-hmm. more moment. Well, I don't like sitting on an interview this long because that's when like a file ends up getting like accidentally deleted or oh, something. Yeah, like it's all like, fart smelling. It's all warm. Oh, we don't want to deal with that either. Ugh. Um... So, yeah. So well, you got to air those interviews out, baby. You got to throw them right out there when they're fresh. <laughs> no doubt. All right, guys. That is it for this episode. So but tune in to hear more from Andrew Cassess next week as we talk about Revenge of the Nerds 2. Uh, visit us at miscastcommentary.com. Email us, podcast at miscastcommentary.com. Find us on Twitter at miscastpodcast. I'm at miscastshow. Todd's at miscast Todd. You can see that tweet. He did that one time. And it's a good one. It was fine. Uh <laughs> It was, I, I would say it was the least. I was on it. I started Instagram. I'm on oh, all nice. the titty ones. It's like all just titty pics. There's tons of titties. On I know. It. It's like, oh, all, all it, but it, it crashed. I think it was, I think I got titty overload on the thing. I'll have to, you'll have to see it later. Okay. I'm going to start putting videos on. Putting videos on? Titty videos. Nice. He only follows, <clears throat> he only follows accounts where one titty bigger than the other titty. Oh, way bigger though. <laughs> like way bigger. Yes. Like a way I, off, like I a DNA. I don't want to get into it, but I dated a girl who it was a very, very drastic thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it at all. She was an amazing... You should see one of my testicles yep. compared to the other one. She was an amazing young lady. She broke up with me because I couldn't pick her up at the airport, but other than that, she was great. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because you couldn't pick her up like this by her no. tits because one was too small. Now, i got to get this off my chest, but <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say because... Like, this led to, like, only a couple months later, me meeting Carrie. So, I mean, life got great immediately. But, uh, yeah, we were dating, and... I think you regret every moment of your yeah. life after that woman. Yeah. Don't you? But I had... I think a, you I, give your children up. Yeah. I think you do. You do it all. Yeah, it's fine. But, uh, <laughs> pro- probably, probably. But, no, she, um, she asked me to pick her up at the airport, and I said yes. And then I got called, like, I had just started in my new job. And I got called to go into work for that day. Now, this was, like, not the day of. I was not straining her. I told her, like, 
a day and a half before or something like Are that. Are you hoping that she's listening to this right now? No, this You're is just me. This. Please, baby. This is just me venting this. You so I never have to my think family. about I'll it again. kill my family. I would like if you did, but. <laughs> Go back. Um, but yeah, and then so I was just like, yeah, I, uh, I'm i not going to be able to do it. You're going to have to call somebody else because I I can't go. Can't do it. And then she just literally never spoke to me again. Get I, yourself to the airport, skank. That's what you <laughs> fucking should have said to her. Yeah. Fuck. Well, no, because we, were, we weren't we were on proper QWERTY text yet. I was like, you know, 111. Oh, T9. Get your T9 and your fucking ass up, buddy. I'm rocking T. I'm going back to T9. I'm tired of this shit. It's new ways ruining yeah. everything. Well, you can get the bo- the best of both worlds with the Galaxy Fold, which is a flip phone. Ooh, two thousand also- bucks, two thousand dollars, yeah, for yeah. a phone. Well, I mean, really, like the phone you have is worth like a thousand. No fucking way. Yeah, my phone is the biggest piece of shit. Well, on that's the planet. no, but that's your fault. It was like, I'm going to drop it down the Empire State. No, 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 no. It's like the oldest happens. version of anything. Uh, There's no fucking way it's worth no thousand bucks. I don't know. Like, I mean, like, yeah. the cheapest phones are worth like 800. It's They're a, worth more than a, a computer. It's a brick with numbers written on mm-hmm. it. That's what my, essentially what my fucking piece of That's shit nice. phone is. Is it? If it's an Apple, it's worth a thousand bucks. Oh, my. Oh, it's not an Apple. Oh, uh, okay. It's, it's, uh, it's an Apple brick. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it just actually an Apple with like it's, sticker numbers? No, no. It's called uh, Crowanway. Oh, it's a Croatian Huawei. I, I bought it from <laughs> this guy outside. All right, I'll take it. All I can hear is like Croatian radio channels, <laughs> and I can call into those very channels. Oh, I'm excited about that. It's like they're on speed dial or some shit. I don't know what all the right. fuck they're even saying. Remember when I did all the stuff that was supposed to get us signed off, <laughs> and then we just started talking Yo, about some other bullshit. No, the Croatian. Oh yeah, no, and this, it all started because I said Twitter, and then you started talking about titties. But um, don't forget to mm-hmm. check us out on Twatter, yeah, which is everything is from the vagina's perspective. <laughs> which means we are nowhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another picture on Twitter what we're not in. Yeah. <laughs> but we, um, but yeah, so all those things, but go, uh, catch us on TikTok at Miscast Commentary there as well. And on Instagram at Miscast Commentary, which is I probably where Todd's posting from. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. check out all those places. No, you know where to find us. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you know, the like, the subscribe, all those good things. If you're listening to us, the rate and review and all those good things. Um, and then find down in the notes everywhere you can find us and follow us and love us and support us. Uh, we love you guys very much, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media Production.